Hey guys, before we start this week's episode, just obviously you wanted to get it out the way. We're not going to talk about the elephant in the room, but obviously uh, since last week's episode, the world's got a little bit shittier. So just wanted to say thanks for tuning in, joining us this week. Hopefully for the next hour or so, we give a little bit of a distraction and maybe even put a little smile on your face. So yeah, thanks for joining us. And now on with the show. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 39, we've got an easy way for dog lovers to make money. We have How Safe Is Your Password, Kushi's Movie Review, and so much more. I am Mike Fish, and as always, I am joined by the man himself, Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, my man? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here, coming to you, Waffle Box, the wet, best part of Wednesdays. And I'm looking forward to today's episode, Mike. Like, I'm still fuzzy on topics, but uh, this, is, this is my favorite time of the week, my man. No jive. Absolutely, and it's made even better now. I've discovered how to play my jingles live from the recording, so I've got a little soundboard here. Oh, it's mm-hmm. going to be so much fun. It might get annoying for everyone else, but at least I'll be having fun. That's the main thing. Um, okay, there you go. That's, that's fair. What have you been up to, man? What have you been up to since we last spoke seven long <laughs> days ago? Uh, I've been absorbing the, the current news. And comparing it and contrasting, well, how bad do I really got it over here? I'm uh, not a fan of various neighbors and the fact that I've been, now I have to look both ways before exiting my house just to make sure a motorcycle doesn't hit me on the way to walking onto the sidewalk. Uh, yeah, that's that's new. I don't like that. So Fun. this is the world we live in now. Obviously there are bigger shit going on, but uh, yeah, that's still dangerous. Tell you what I've been up to in the last seven days. What have you been up to? I hope it's been way better than my experience. It has. I, I've been discovering things. I've been oh. discovering things. So I can't remember the exact. I think I was looking for like the link to our Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. By the way, we are available on Apple Podcasts. And so I went onto Google and I was planning on typing in Wafflebox Apple Podcasts so I could copy mm-hmm. the link and use it. But as soon as I was typing in Wafflebox, Google suggested... Oh, do you mean the Waffle Box bar? And I was like, what? what? And I discovered <laughs> that in Brooklyn, a mere about, I mean, traffic in this part of the world is a nightmare. So let's just say it's an hour's drive. But in Brooklyn, there's a place called the Waffle Box bar, and they sell mm-hmm. obviously waffles, ice cream, uh, rotisserie chickens, waffle fries, mm-hmm. the whole thing. It looks amazing. And that's going to be some good chicken too. I can tell you that already from 3000 miles away. That's going to be some good chicken. I mean, I checked out their Instagram. Chicken looks good. I believe that. I believe that. It looks like, you know, the Costco rotisserie chicken, which is no, no, Um, but I get plenty of rotisserie chicken from the local luckies and all that. So we we are a rotisserie eating household here. It's a great rotisserie chicken, but yeah, so I'm definitely going to check that even just for the the photo. I'm going to, they got they got mm-hmm. merch, so I want to you know they got a t-shirt with Waffle Box on. I'm definitely gonna buy one of those if anything. So mm-hmm. shout out to Waffle Box Bar in Brooklyn. 
Uh, you'll be seeing me soon. And don't um, send your lawyers after us. No, indeed. Or maybe I could. Yeah, I'm probably. I'm pretty sure they were open before we start this podcast. So, uh, so yeah, we are. We are happy to join your family, my friends. We will be cool, come guys. We come in peace. <laughs> um. So yeah, just going to start the little plugs a little earlier, just because I want to give a shout out to uh, Jeremy from the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast, who did our little voiceover. Uh, new voiceover this week so i i, did I like a, his voice he's got a nice voice and so i did a, mm-hmm. a thing on twitter a couple of days ago where i was like hey uh it feels kind of weird me doing the voiceover because i'm not very good at it and i'm whatever it needs to be an outside party it needs to be an outside party outside. and then i got like yeah. several people sending me their offerings so um oh, I, I might like switch them up i might switch them up so next week you might hear a different voice but uh jeremy from the classic guitar rock podcast thank you very much for lending your voice and also as a little plug uh coming up this saturday at 9 p.m eastern will be the return of late night syrup live where i will be chatting to the man himself uh talking about his podcast coming up so check that out on uh, the waffle box youtube and twitch page all the links will be on the social medias but check that out um anyway let's get on should we should we dive in to our first topic Maybe we don't want to dive in, but um, so easy way to make money for a dog loving friends and family. So first story starts off with a plant based pet food company in Britain. My homeland doing me proud as always. Um, they are offering to pay a dog owner more than six thousand dollars to switch their canines diet for two months and keep track of the pet's poop smells. Uh, Inter- so I'm going to be honest. to like so, use the house and all that. Yeah. Well, so uh, the, the headline was company offers more than $6,000 to smell dog poop for two months, which obviously mm. is not exactly how it, because you know, if someone comes to me and says, hey, do you want to smell dog poop for two months? Give you six grand. I might be like, maybe, I don't know. But if it's my dog's poop, you know, it's it's not that bad. Six grand. But here's <laughs> here's the weird thing about it though. Is if it isn't weird already. So it's already weird. So basically, this company called Omni, they specialize in plant-based dog food and it's seeking a dedicated dog owner to sniff their dog's poop to test the effect of a plant-based diet has on a dog's digestion, stool odor, and general mm. health. Okay. The winning applicant will be paid. $6,685.82. That's very specific. It's incredibly specific. And so I did some research on this. I was like, well, maybe, maybe what it is, maybe it's the conversion. Like maybe this is like something oh. more specific in pounds. It is in pounds or Australian dollars or some bullshit like that. It's, yeah. it's not. It's still, even in like UK money, it's like 5,160. It's weird. I don't, I don't understand how they came to that amount. Unless it's maybe a very it's weird number divided by something, it works out they're paying you per hour. I don't know, but still, very I mean, unless they've already calculated that state's tax, which is something that most companies just don't do that. All right, <laughs> you know, neurotic guys like me wish for that to happen, but companies don't do that. So oh, what you mean like pay you extras to cover the tax basically? So after tax, you'll yes. still get oh, you'll get the six thousand flat. Well, they don't do that in the UK, they they. They pre-tax everything, so 
that's why I love. Yeah. So this time of year, not to get too off topic already, but tax season is upon us uh, here in the US. Mm. Ain't really got to worry about that, or unless you're obviously unless you're self-employed and own your own company, that's different. But as a just a person, a regular old Joe who works a nine to five, you just sit around and wait, and then towards the end of April, some if you're lucky, you get a letter from the government to say, oh, by the way, whoops, we get we took too much tax. Here's a check. It's awesome. I haven't got to worry about anything. That, that's here. in the UK. That's in the UK. Uh, no, gotcha. Yeah, no, we uh, we have to gather all our paperworks. So, so if you've had more than one job, you've got more than one paperworks. And I said it like that specifically. Uh, I got all everything's due by the 31st of January. If it ain't there by the first, there's a problem. State of California, you keep sending me my shit in February that we got a problem. Uh, however, we got all our shit done the other day. So we, we signed it. We sent it off. We're apparently getting a refund. Thank you to our accountant, Bill. And uh, done. Done. Yeah. I hate tax season. Like I, I've, I've very close examples to me where they would freak out all the way up until like the last week of the due date in April. And then they would just file the extension and do the same shit to themselves all the way up until August. And I was like, why would you just, I mean, you, can money... just you can just also file the extension in February if, if it's that big of a deal, but also why not just get that shit out of the way? Uh, yeah, if you, if you April's now money, four months after that. Yeah. It's it's not going to change. Just get out of the way. Mm -hmm. Rip the Band-Aid off. Yes. Um, See, my, my point exactly. So, so because of that example, I get that shit done post-haste. If it ain't done before March, I feel weird. Are you not, oh, So you're not like Ned Flanders who does it January 1st? I would if I had to, if I didn't have to wait on those goddamn paperwork. That's true. I would I would be that shit would be done January 2nd cuz I got to I got to sleep off January 1st. Come on. Let me let me sleep. Anyway, let's get back to the dog poop cuz that's why everyone's rant off. Um, sorry. It did. No, that's that's my fault. Um but yeah, so apparently they're pretty confident that it's going to improve the dog's digestion, energy levels and general health. Um because apparently they're already getting some feedback that dog stools have improved in terms of color, consistency, and smell. So what better way to demonstrate this than by willing to pay a dog owner to sniff their dog's poop once they've switched to our brand of dog food. Okay, so it is still your dog. It's That's your it. dog. So they're giving you their food and they're paying you. Mm -hmm. And then you just feed your dog their food. Mm -hmm. Although not, nothing against vegetarians again i'm not gonna jump on them but don't dogs need like meat and stuff i don't know they're wolves surely it's not i mean they, the long run. they they are pretty much used to a meat style diet for sure they, there's not too many veggie sores in in the canine family um yeah none i've ever met so, in the final we'll, quote, we'll see how this goes you well, know in the final who, quote of the story they use a, a phrase that I don't think you should use when you're discussing dog feces. Says, uh, we know that this is quite a peculiar vacancy, but we also know that this is the way for us to put our money where our mouth is. Don't don't discuss putting anything in your mouth. Yeah, that's that. that's terrible. That's mm, no. Don't do that. Don't do yeah. that. No. Uh, <laughs> so, no. Bad boy. Bad. Back in your bed. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, if you are interested, if you have a dog and you're listening to this or watching this and you you want to get paid that $6,685.82 because tax season, 
I don't dog know walking that's... entrepreneurs are going to have a field day with this. So you know, I see more dog walkers than dog owners getting this. Applications open to March 31st. So check out the Omni company's website. To be fair, I don't even know if it's available to Americans. It might be English, but still, probably check it out. England only. UK only. Maybe uh, let's just be being picky. Talking about picky, picky, picky. Segway, terrible segue. I'm not proud of that one. Um, uh, You'll get it next time, babe. <laughs> things you pick your nose. Anyway, so next story comes to us from New York. Concrete I was just listening to that song. Made of. Um, town so good they named it twice, even though they technically didn't because New York, New York is just New York City, New York State. Anyway, but who am I going to argue <laughs> with um, him? Yeah. Anyway, you British so, chaps are fussy like that. We are very particular. Um, mm. So, doctors at a New York hospital said a man who came in complaining of difficulty breathing through his right nostril was found to have a tooth growing in his navel, 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 in his nasal. Navel. Cavity. That is um, also not a better. That is not better. No. Um, see, I'm going to. Uh, so, doctors Sega, Connor, and Michael Turner, surgeons with Mount Sinai Health System in New York, said in a case study published in the New England Journal of Medicine that a 38 year old man told doctors he had been having trouble breathing through his right nostril for several years. Now. This is where we get to know each other a little bit more, Kush. Because, you know, we're guys. We're guys. We're, bros. we're guys. We do guy things, right? We just... Right. My European brother from another mother. Indeed. So, obviously, you don't have to um, show me or anything like that. Don't worry. I'm not going there. Don't worry. Relax. Um, but from time to time, are you guilty of picking your nose? Oh, um, yes, yes, and um, I've devised it now. I, I've, I've, I've modified my game to. I just take a hot shower in the morning, and I, I blow all that snot out. Blow, and it is yeah. not a thing for the rest of the day. If I don't do that, it is a problem all goddamn day. So, but yes. How? Oh. Going a little bit further, so sometimes have you ever had the old finger up the nostril, picking away, and you and then you feel something maybe a little bit hard. You know, sometimes you get like a little scab. Never had a little no. scab just inside the nose or anything like that. Definitely you... haven't had a scab. Thankfully, I've no? had a pimple or two. That's unpleasant, okay, but no but, scabs. But oh yeah, I was talking about maybe like in the winter where you're blowing it a lot, or whether it gets a little scabby or whatever. And mm. however. So, Point is, let's just say then, let's role play. Let's say you put your finger up your nose and you feel something hard. Mm -hmm. I'm, you're going to be picking at that until you get it out, right? You're going to be, what the fuck is this in my nose? I'm definitely going to investigate as best I can. I'm going to probably even work a thing with a mirror and a light. Uh, just, you know, at some point, though, like, if it's... Because the spoiler alert, it's a tooth. It's a fucking because tooth it's in his tooth, nose. It's a bone. It's it's embedded to your skull. It, that thing ain't moving whatsoever. So at some point, I give up trying to dislodge it, and yeah, then that goes to self investigation. 
You wouldn't wait seven years. No, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't wait seven years. Although if it's not bothering me, if it doesn't hurt, like it took me 20 plus years to get my bottom wisdom teeth out. And I was like, they're not bothering me. I don't, but then I was like, oh, the state's paying for it. I'm out. Let's do it. It's COVID time. I got nothing time to heal. So this, but this guy had already said he, he, he he was having trouble breathing for seven years. What idiot. is oxygen, though? Is you it? know, who's breathing these days, Mike? <laughs> I breathe through my mouth. All right, maybe I snore a little. <laughs> and that's why I can't find a woman for more than six weeks. But <sighs> hey, baby. <sighs> that's what that looks like. Don't breathe through your mouth, guys. Uh, doctors discovered that he had a deviated septum, a condition in which the partial partition between the nasal passages is pushed to one side and a rhinos, rhinoscopy rhinoscopy rhino, rhinoscopy rhinoscopy sure why not nose uh, nose uh, plastic surgery for the nose uh he conducted with a small camera discovered the cause a tooth growing on the floor of the right nostril so it's you know under there not under there uh, for those watching right there uh the yep, topic that'd be very noticeable that it would be, would be. That's me being me, I'd be like, is this a fucking tumor? Like, it wouldn't dawn on me that it's a tooth, and I would have definitely dismissed pimple months prior to that, but yeah. I, I, yeah, seven I, years. I can feel my teeth. That's not... Mm-hmm. If, I, if I felt that in my nose, I'd be worried. I wouldn't mm-hmm. just... Yeah, I hear what anyway. you're saying. So, yeah, so the, by the way, the teeth that we have versus the teeth that you can't see... They're two different animals. Well, now who's being particular, Mr. Hayes? But but that's but, but when that's in your nostril, it's very distinctive. Like it's it's even bigger. Oh, than I, what you right. think. Size doesn't yeah. matter. Um, the ectopic tooth, a term for a groove, groove, tooth growing in a normal place, was measured at about 0.6 of an inch long. That's so that, that's it's like just under two centimeters. That's pretty big for a tooth in yeah, the nostril. That's what I'm saying. It's the roots and everything. Yeah. Like, Girthy. Uh, the surgeon like, said that they removed the tooth without complications, and the man reported during a follow-up visit three months later after the procedure that he was able to breathe normally through both nostrils. Huzzah! But, you know. You never know till you get that shit done, man. Again, I got my wisdom teeth out. Uh two octobers ago now again we it's covid times i got no excuses now there's no job tomorrow i got nothing but time to heal so i was like let's yank those suckers out since they don't cost me a dime and again they weren't bothering me before we did it but after they did teeth straightened out like they're still a little crooked but look my four bottom teeth here used to look like people standing in line in a soup kitchen and now they look like the rockettes all right, it's it's a very distinct improvement. It's very noticeable, and I I wish I'd got it done twenty five years ago. Yeah, you don't want to miss it because I found that out the hard way as well. Because even though they're not quote unquote bothering you, apparently mm-hmm. wisdom teeth will quote unquote impact the rest of your teeth. And so when and I eventually got were. my wisdom teeth taken out, I had to get the ones next door as well because they fucked them up enough. So I had to get four wow. teeth out in one sitting, which was fun. I can relate. It wasn't fun. That's uh, was it. Doesn't sound fun. 
It wasn't. And oh, I think I've told this story actually before, but uh, anyway, I'll quickly say it again. So I'm a baby, basically. I'm a wimp. So when they do that injection to numb... To numb your, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before, what they would... My dentist would do would give me like that little gel that they give to mm-hmm. children. This just, is awesome. Just to numb it a little bit before they numb Jeez. it for real, you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah, so my I dentist go- does that for me. I didn't think it had anything to do with kids. I thought it was just, I was just like, modern science has finally caught up with us. I could, I don't finally have to worry about the shot. Like well, dentist numb geez, that shit up. Barbaric still when you think about it. But yeah, this guy, yeah, I went to go to a, I had to go to a special surgeon to get the 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 wisdom teeth taken out, and obviously he didn't get the memo, mm-hmm. and he just went straight in with that fucking needle. I was like, what the fuck? Look, and it's like basically a pair of pliers, first... and they whip them out. Yes, yes, and when I got the top two wisdom teeth taken out 20 plus years ago against my wishes, the dentist wouldn't he was a Scientologist or whatever. He he was he was whatever that religion is that doesn't believe in pain medication. So I demanded to get the gas. He put a little apparatus just on the nostril here, turned it on just enough so that the, the nose hairs are just being tickled, but I am fully conscious during this. So the first one comes right out. No big deal. I'm, I'm a little surprised because I was still, you're not, you, you can't brace yourself for that. You just right. can't. Second one, it's a little crooked, Mike Fish, and it doesn't come out as simple and it's still not coming out and at one point this motherfucker actually put his foot <laughs> on my shoulder and yeah and again you can't prep yourself for that so i don't know what the look on my face was but this motherfucker had the gall to just start laughing at me like you should see the look on your face right now. <laughs> and i was like i i i hate you and I'm never coming back here again. And that's probably why it took me, it takes me forever to go see a dentist prior to the COVID. Um, yeah. Oh, what, what an asshole. I fucking hate that guy. And it's, I hate that guy so much. I have never remembered his name. I, I just never went back. And uh, that was my first wisdom teeth story. And it was a goddamn nightmare. The, the surgery I had to get these impacted ones out two Octobers ago, piece of cake compared. Yeah, I want to fuck around with teeth. All right. Because I had uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic, I I chipped the, my front teeth, Ooh, awful, and I was like, whatever, it's mm. not that. But I get, obviously, over time, shit started to get worse. And by the time I actually got round to getting to the dentist, I guess it got bad enough where they pretty much had to like carve away half my teeth and then rebuild it, and it mm-hmm. was the whole process. And it happened over two visits, so I had like one. I had a week where I had like two really nice teeth next to this really fucked up tooth. So I was yeah. so, even though they, I was only sitting at home, I was so self They can't brush like, away oh. the decay, man. They got, they literally got to scrape it off. And that means going past where the infection is. So that means you have less of a tooth at, at yeah. the beginning of the prep. So, and, and then they got to do the mold. Moral of the story is whether it's in your mouth or up your nose. If you have a tooth problem, get that shit taken care of as soon as possible. If it's significantly noticeable, just do it, guys. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I had a thing with my knee that I waited over 30 days, over 90 days to get fixed. Is there a tooth in your knee? There was not a tooth in my knee, but 
the story resolves so simply you're like you fucking idiot but that is a story for another time that i'm going to say because we're we're off schedule now my bad yeah anyway so let's um wrap up the first half of the show with a new segment uh which we're bringing it and it's gonna be this week's dumb world record hmm. of the week these are always fun why 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 would i why 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 would you want to do that why indeed would you want to do that um so this week's dumb world record of the week comes to us from a land down under australia good eye mate where even so i did a um a that mike fish show presentation which aired last weekend with beck becker and funny enough some an australian man watched that show and then commented to me saying it was really cool that there were other australian content creators out there i was like dude i'm i'm not australian i'm english how did you miss that you're australian what the hell but maybe i don't know maybe my quasi living in america for six years weird accent amalgamation is becoming australian who knows but yeah australia, australia is the florida of the southern australia. hemisphere i'm sorry australia but <laughs> anyway so this man brendan kelby 22 years old that's a good uh, name i gotta say yeah oh actually no actually yes no sorry yes it is brendan kelby sorry i was got raised so this man broke the world record for stacking m&ms on top of each other that sounds very difficult how did he manage to achieve that mike fish i don't know i don't care but guess try to guess how many m&ms he stacked if he did more than three i'm impressed If, if he just got three of them i'm i'm super impressed this man this alpha male of a man stacked Six, six M and M's on top of each other. So apparently, okay, yeah, I'm impressed. Apparently, for the world record stand, they have to be standing on top of each other <laughs> and for at least ten seconds for it to stand. So he had okay. six M and M's on top of each other for over ten seconds, and he holds the world record now. Congratulations! Now, was it a, a two dimensional triangle or is it a three dimensional pyramid? All it says was a stack. So I'm going to assume it's on one on top of each other. Because six, even though still difficult in a triangle, would be a lot easier than six on top of each other. Uh, No, yeah, so so yeah, he captured by stacking six M&Ms into a tower that stood. So yeah, one on top of each other. Wow, a full tower. That's even more impressive. Because I was just going with like bricklaying. But this man... He's, he's just a gift that keeps on giving, my friends. Because he is quoted as saying, I've decided to break this record because I'm a serial record breaker and I am a oh. versatile world record holder, the 22-year-old said from um, Australia. I would say that's going to get him put on a list, but ironically, that is the goal, is to get put on a list. Maybe he's on a record, but he wants to be on as many lists as possible. Hmm. Maybe. He holds six Guinness World Records and is not allowed within 10 hundred yards of a school. Um, yeah, we're going to hear more about this gentleman in the future. I guarantee well, it, Mike Fish. Do you want me to read you some of the other records he currently holds? 
Yes, I do. Ooh. So the, the Australian's upper records include the most drumstick flips in one minute. Hmm. Which okay. Tommy he, Lee's going to beat that record, but I've also been watching Pam and Tommy on Hulu this month. I'll get into that in a minute. Um, with nine, so longest duration spinning a basketball on a pair of glasses. Oh, okay. I mean, that's very specific again, but incredibly specific. It, it, you also have to you have to forge your own path, Mike Fish. Um, so this the tallest tower of dice stacked on the back of the hand in 30 seconds whilst blindfolded. Oh, fuck off. Like, he just keeps... <laughs> like, hey, uh, what, if, what if I want to stack dice? Uh, no, that's that's already done. Uh, what about if I stack them on, on the back of my hand? No? Okay. Number of shots of fireball while wearing a sock on my genitalia while singing Lovely Lady Lumps. <laughs> I, all right. I have to do. I, I have to keep doing shots during the song, but that's the record. While, but but specifically while I'm wearing a sock on my junk, that's the record. No one's got that record. In fact, I'm just going to claim it right now and say I've done it, Mike Fish. I did sixty of them. He stacked thirteen dice on the back of his hand in thirty seconds whilst blindfolded. So, also impressive for what for what that is. I would. It, it, I mean, it is impressive, that. but it's also what a fuck like like the jingle says. Why would you do that? He's a creator. This this man has got creativity. It's not focused correctly, but he's he's doing shit. Okay, he, he's no, okay. doing more than most folks I know. But okay, so I'm always I like to think I'm the kind of person that's open minded, very liberal, very snowflakey, and all that bullshit. All right, and there are some things that hey, look, I might not get it, I might not understand it, but I can appreciate there's people out there that are different from me and they probably dig it that's really cool so good for them i'm just still maybe i'm getting old old-fashioned now i'm 36 but i just can't Ooh. imagine that there are that many people that are going to be impressed by a man who can stack dice on the back of his hand whilst blindfolded that's an incredible get his dick sucked but it's, it's it's definitely a conversation starter it's a conversation ender. <laughs> like, no one's going no, to talk to this guy. It's a conversation that's going to hold 90 seconds. You're literally like, wow, so how'd you get into that? And then he's going to tell you, be like, okay. And you might, you could have follow-up questions like, well, how long did you train for this? And, you know, three days, a week, a month, whatever. And then you're like, all right. Like, it's, it's not going to be a long conversation, but it's still a conversation starter. Um, it's going to hold the Guinness World Record for the most vaginas dried up in a room in 30 ooh, minutes. Well, shit. That's another record right there, man. There you go. <laughs> At that one. You're welcome. I don't, want, I don't want that record, but someone has to have it. Why not this gentleman? Why not? He's, he's only 22, to be fair. He's got the world at his 22. feet. He is doing more at the age of 22 than I did at 22, okay? I wasn't in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, I, no. I, I had to wait till 43 to get put in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. All right. All right. 22, I wasn't Flex. shit. <laughs> it's, it's a stat I have. It's a stat. Anyway, so shout I'm probably, out. I'm probably not going to top that. Brendan Kelby, 
Guinness World Record holder. We salute you. Uh, still to I'm come. impressed, dude. Yeah. Uh, Cush, uh, I might want impressed. to introduce, interview this guy for microdose. There you go. Reach out. You got a podcast to be on. Anyway, still to come, we're going to talk about internet security, which is going to be super, super, super fun, probably. Um, so talking about Studio 666 and a little bit more, but we'll be right back after this break. <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of this week's Waffle Box. Um, so, yes, so this little I article. I like our new transition music, Mike. It's funky. Pretty sweet, right? You can make it dance, right? If you want to dance. Yeah. I always throw your show off, baby. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's I, all right, I just, sweetie. I just like what I do. Um, so, internet security, very important. Uh, I want to make sure that your shit's safe, right? So, I yes. came across this article about password securities and it's basically the whole gist of it was you know how passwords were basically the whole premise of a password was created in the like 60s or 70s and yet obviously technology has gone leaps and bounds and yet our security basic security hasn't yada 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 but obviously passwords right. are a thing we can't get around it right now so this guy who's a ex-hacker or whatever mm. he gave um nine tips nine tips on not only how to improve your password, but basically things to watch and like, don't do this shit, right? And so I thought I'd okay. just like list them and then basically look at your face to see how nervous you get, to see if you fucked up how many times, basically. Ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah, standing by. All right, so some of the biggest password mistakes people make. Number one, changing them too often. Hmm interesting well, i would add an asterisk that to that is it's not changing it so often it's not writing it down that's the problem like I get to that I, I i fucking have a fucking spreadsheet of every account that i need with passwords i'm not going to memorize the usernames that get into those passwords and then i bury that shit in the backyard and only pull it up when i need to okay okay well anyway we'll get to that Point in a minute. So basically, that three frequent password changes are counterproductive as people tend to swap one password out for another frequently used one. So basically, that's fair. And also, changed passwords may also be forgotten and they can be stolen just as easy as passwords are changed frequently. So I would also argue, though, that people would use those, would swap out those passwords, though, like once a year still. You know, like every now and then, Windows will pop up and it's like, you need to change your password. I was like, I don't want to change my password. I'm like, but it's been a year. I don't and it care. hasn't been broken into, so leave it. Yeah. Broke, don't fix yeah. it. And then That's you'll annoying. try and just re-enter the old password and be like, we can't use the old password. We can't use the last old last three old passwords. You gotta have a new password. Just sometimes security is a little too strong. Sometimes it is. Security well, is a little too strong. Point number two. Another mistake is to make passwords too complex. Keep your yes. passwords simple, but be smart God about it. it. Studies yeah. that look at arbitrary passwords, complexity requirements, e.g. one that calls for symbols and uppercase and lowercase letters, repeatedly mm -hmm. find that these kinds of restrictions result in less secure passwords. For example, this is my password. Oh, I need a number. Number one at the end. Boop. 
that everyone no, does that. But I use number four. Ooh. Everyone's thinking about number one. It's, it's one, yeah, and then, it's and one bit, keystroke bar down. And then by the time they all move to number two, you're still two steps ahead. <laughs> no one's getting past. Suck it, hackers. Um, number three, not screening them. Okay. The National mm-hmm. Institute of Standards and Technology highly recommends comparing your password against lists of comedy users. Ah, blah, blah, blah. Not going to do that. Products. And then recycling the same ones. Also initial. Don't do that. Don't recycle the same uh, ones. But that's how I remember what they are. I'm sorry. Dog fart four. Dog fart hashtag four is what it's. That's why I know. <laughs> Shit. Um, Number five, point number five was being too familiar. So don't use the following in passwords or answers to website security questions, i.e. loved ones' names or pet names, maiden names, hometowns, birthdays, wedding dates, all that, yada, yada, yada. Because obviously nowadays, that all that shit can be very easily Googled and found if someone actually wanted to find that shit out about you. I mean, like everyone's the- on Instagram, this is my pet. Oh, look at my pet. This is adorable. <laughs> and then and then discreet questions, what's your pet's name? Oh it's snuggle. Every time anytime I've gotten a little too baked, and by the way, my name is Kush Hayes, so I get a little too baked every so often. But if I misenter my password more than three times, I get locked out of my account for like a half hour. And then for some reason they send an email to that same account that goes like, Did you know someone tried to get into your account? And I'd be like I don't, yeah, get, me. I don't get that email for like 90 minutes, you know, but like, you know, passwords used to be very simple. Do you remember the old movie Hackers? Sure. All right, cool. Hackers. Hack the World, Angelina Jolie, um, um, a bunch of other folks that weren't anybody back in the day. Super fun movie. Does not, technology-wise, does not hold up whatsoever because folks are getting excited over it, like, oh, shit, she's got a 28.8 dial-up modem, son. Woo! <laughs> I remember I had one of those. Um, <laughs> well, at one point, passwords come up and they're like, the top 10 passwords are all like love, God, this, that, the other. And everything's just lowercase in these examples. But as, as time has gone along, as the internet's gotten more evolved, it went, well, you can't just be all lowercase. You got to have some uppercase. Then you got to have a number. Then you gotta have a, a special a, an symbol or whatever. A special symbol. Thank you, Mike. And it's it tomorrow it's gonna be something else. There I, I keep getting my apps telling me, like, you want to add your thumbprint? Like, not really. No. Well, to be fair, that that and your facial recognition is probably better than most passwords. I definitely turned off facial recognition. Uh, but anyways. Is that is, we don't look into that. Because the deep state man. Um Anyway, another one. Number six. I'm very guilty of this. Remembering them on a device. Never use the save or remember me option on a public computer. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, public that computer, one's obvious. Don't bother. Don't yeah. um, to be fair, if you fall for that one, you deserve to be hacked. You're an idiot. Um, yes. Number seven. Using common, easily hacked characters. Can we go back to that last one real quick? I know we're, we're getting off track here. Have you ever been on a public computer? And yes. found someone that left their shit wide open. Yes. Are you a good person, Mike? And you just sign them out? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was... yes. But if it's normally, because typically, most commonly, it's like Facebook or something. So what I typically tend to do is leave a funny Facebook status that basically 
is, hey, Dave Johnson should remember to log out of his Facebook account, yada, 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 post it, and then I log out. Okay, well, that's funny. Okay, but as yeah. long as you're logging out. Oh, yeah, I'm not like scrolling through his messages solve. and shit like that. And no, 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 no. I was at a hotel in Iowa like a decade ago, and I want to say it was like a basketball tournament in town. Some jabroni went to the only computer in the hotel, downloaded iTunes onto it, and then uploaded a new track that he absolutely needed and then left it open. And I was like, oh, my God. Like I could just start like just charging this dude like just the most ridiculous songs. No, I signed out and then I closed iTunes and I was just like, we should probably uninstall this too. But I just I I just need to go to my Hotmail account and see what's going on. Um, <laughs> that how badly do you need iTunes? That you're gonna do it on a public computer? That's insane. Pass. Yes, great question. We will never know. We'll never know because now Spotify is a thing, and I'm sure you don't mm. do it anymore. Um, number seven, don't use common, easily hacked characters. Stay away from these, especially one, two, three, four, five, six, quote unquote, <laughs> QWERTY or password. Many mm. hackers say on senior information still use the guessing strategy as a point of entry. Instead of think, think of something complex yet memorable and personal to you. For example, now I'm Gonna, not gonna read how much these. of a smooth brain are you that you're still using password like god damn just the name of your dog the name of your kid the name of your your your, your knee joint what whatever man like there's anything but password here's the scary part point eight right the most common mistake not password protecting your mobile device believe it or not 52 percent of people do not have a password on their cell phone. They just it's basically unlocked all the fucking time. Um, but yeah. also when they do, some of them, you know, still use like the login one two three four zero zero zero. Fucking idiots! I don't do that. Although the worrying thing is, I my to unlock my phone, it's, it's my pin code. Does the password do so anything? So if you steal if you, my if phone, the, if the phone is, if you never lose the phone, like this phone is in my hand every five minutes. Okay, there's yeah, very rarely that. time where this thing is not in my hand. That's uh, where you so, get too comfortable. What is up with my hair? There you go. Fix it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if my phone and my debit card get stolen, I'm fucked because it's the same same. See, thing this is why I don't do online banking. Whatever, so much easier. And also, <laughs> here we go. It's talking about you. So, number nine, storing a password list on your computer. A password cheat sheet is fine as long as it is not stored on your computer or smartphone. If you do that and your device is infected with malware, you're doomed. A pen and paper reminder kept in a safe place is better. Ideally, it will consist of hints rather than the actual passwords. So, there you go. Your buried list in the backyard is okay. fine. Twelve paces left. 45 paces north. Boom. X marks the spot. Now we all know Kush's information. But look at that. So, yeah, that wasn't funny, but informative. Now we've all... Jokes on you. You're going to get hit by a motorcycle. We're all better people, and we're going to get hit by motorcycles, apparently. Ah, Anything you want to add on to that? Or should we get to everyone's favorite segment of the show? Let's get into the segment. But, yeah, guys, think better about your... 
Stop using password. Idiot. How regal are you that you're still using password? All right. It's now time, everybody, for this week's Scushes Movie Review. Cush's movie review. So epic. So epic. Uh, This week's Cush's movie review is brought to us by the Food Fighters Studio 666. Um, Before we get into, so we're going to start something new this week as well. So I am going to test Cush's knowledge on the stars of the movies that he's reviewing. Now, obviously, oh. I could have probably chosen a better week to start this because I'm not sure how Cush's knowledge of the Foo Fighters is. But still, if the Foo Fighters are in any other movie besides this, I'll be very surprised. If the Foo Fighters come up in this contest, I will also be surprised because there, there's a couple, couple cameo names, bigger, bigger names acting wise than the Foo Fighters. But well, well I, I'm standing by Mike Fish. So this week's first quiz. It's actually a, technically a music quiz because obviously Dave Grohl, Foo Fighters, yada, yada, yada. Mm. So I'm going to test your knowledge and I'm going to ask you to name in 30 seconds as many bands that Dave Grohl has recorded with or has been a part of, Okay. So in 30 seconds, as many bands that Dave Grohl has recorded with. And I'm going to start your timer. Now. Start whenever you're ready. Uh, there's, there's probably three, but I'm going to say two. Name them, name them. Obviously the Foo Fighters. I'm getting to yep. that, man. It's the Foo Fighters and Nirvana. Yep. That's all I got. Brown and Foo Fighters. Two. Eight, eight to go. You, you got eight this. Eight to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. I was not prepared for this. What is uh... this? What is, this is this is barbarity. What, what, you, Mike, I think you're anti-Semitic. What is going on here? <laughs> I hate ginger people. Um, so, yeah, answers that you missed out on there. He was close. You nearly got them all. Um, Scream. I've never heard of him. King Buzzo. Never heard of it. Probot. Killing Joke. See the first comment. Tenacious D. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. Queens of the Stone Age. Really? Who what yeah. did he do in Queens of the Stone Age? He was their drummer. Like could... The studio drummer for okay. the first album, I think, or second album. I couldn't name a single song of theirs, but I know their name. So, no one knows. I'm I'm sure I've heard plenty of their shit on the radio, but I couldn't name a track of theirs. Nine Inch Nails. Really? He recorded, I think, half half of their With Teeth album, which is apropos for the stories of this very unfamiliar with nine inch nails i don't know and i know them but you know finally them crooked vultures so that was a 10 that you could have chose from but you did get yeah in nirvana 
if he was in Nine Inch Nails, like, yeah, I was way out of my league. He wasn't in so. Nine Inch Nails. He just, he was like, he recorded with them for like an album. But anyway, okay. that was fun. I'm sure next week will be easier for you. Um, so yeah, Studio 666, tell us about it. Kurt, was it, is it going to be Oscar worthy? Is it going to clean up at the next Oscars? Tell us. <laughs> well, it was never going to be Oscar worthy. It was never going to make an appearance at the Oscars, unfortunately. But ah, if, you, if you're a fan of the Foo Fighters, if you like the Dave Grohl, you've seen their music videos. And for the most part, they're, they're very entertaining. They're fun. They're lighthearted. You, you feel good about yourself and about life. At the end of that four and a half minutes. Well, that's really all about they got in Studio 666. So <laughs> Studio 666 is directed by BJ McDonald. I, I might have just butchered his name there because these sunglasses are definitely dark and IMDb's print is very tiny. Um, he does a lot of music videos. I Don't worry about any of that. This is one of his first feature films, if, if not his second or third. But... Look, man, when when a major band makes a movie, regardless of if it's in their first year or their 25th year, it's expected to be a certain time parameter. 80 minutes should be the minimum. You, you, want, you don't want to go longer than 90. This movie, for whatever reason, goes an hour and 50 minutes. It, it's a horror comedy, Studio 666. Uh, it's trying to be, you know, self-parodying. So the Foo Fighters are getting ready to produce their 10th album. They're a little creatively bankrupt, though. And I think this is, you know, some, some, some sour grapes, whatever the German word is for that. But they, uh, you Sauerkraut. know, there's no, but I, I like <laughs> that you use that word anyways, because that was funny to me for different reasons. Anyway, um, yeah. They're, they're, they're starved for creativity. They don't have anything in their tank. Uh, they end up going to a spot in Malibu or somewhere in Southern California where a great murder happened 20 plus years prior that really doesn't have anything to do with the story. We, we, we get to see the, the incident before the credits, uh, but otherwise outside of the actual possession it doesn't matter we didn't need to see that it's bah. Uh, this is not a good movie dude again the Foo Fighters are super funny dudes in doses and for whatever reason this movie went 30 minutes longer than it needed to be no one said no to Dave Grohl he wrote the story who's um, gonna say no to Dave Grohl He's a very charismatic dude. I don't blame anybody. I don't blame anybody, but you know, I I wasn't expecting this to be the greatest movie in the world. I was expecting this to be entertaining, and it's a slog. I hated most of it. It's just not, it wasn't fun. It drags in parts, and the the time length is inexcusable. It just is. So is Jack Black in it. No. What? No. Uh Will Forte is in it. He's funny. Whitney Cummings is in it. She's funny. Uh, Jeff Garland. He's in it. He's he's all right. He has a fight scene for some reason where he's a demon or a devil worshiper or it doesn't. I checked out at some point. It's not fun. It's not a fun movie. All right. I, I definitely there's there's some jokes that land really well. There's too much time in between it. 
Okay. The the they went all the way uh, all the way out for the gore on, on the horror special effects. That's fine, but that doesn't make the movie. So this movie would have been way more entertaining if it was shorter. Less would have definitely been more in this situation. If you're a fan of the Foo Fighters, you must be a real super fan of them to like. To, like I'm, I'm seeing a couple of people chime in and go like, this is the greatest movie I've seen this past three months. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, obviously. It's, know, it's, you, it's just you've been the only movie rock. I saw in the last three months. You've been under a rock. It's the only movie you've seen in the last three months. You're suffering from massive head trauma. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't mean, name every Foo Fighters track. I, I'm a I'm a fan of theirs nonetheless, but this is not it. No, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Foo Fighters. I'm excited to see this, but this is de- just seeing the trailer. Mm. Just seeing the trailer, I knew this was like okay. One, I want to see this, but two, mm-hmm. this is something I can wait for to be on Netflix or something like that. Like, I don't need to go to the movies to see this. There was surprisingly nothing else coming out this week. Like uh, I was, I was, I was grateful that the theater twenty minutes away from me by by foot. The one by me at the last minute. Which is funny enough. Okay, interesting, interesting. Well, there was two people in my theater, not including me, um, and that's not really unsurprising on a Thursday night. But at the same time, people are still starved for content in this post-COVID era, and yeah, I, I was just like, it's the Foo Fighters, like. I, I, I expected more performances, being that it's a, a rock and roll horror horror you comedy. More music. I expected more music, especially when the plot is we need to produce our tenth album. No, no, no. There's 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 a lot of not in this, so oh. I can't recommend Studio Six Six Six. How many one of the lowest scores I give? One one Ooh. waffle out of five. It's. I did not enjoy it. If you do enjoy this, I'm very jealous of you. Um, yeah. I better luck next time, Dave. I, I feel like you'll get another movie, but I hope you get hope. Hope they take away the creative control from you because reigns. You need to be reined in on this one. Before we end the segment about movies, do you know what, guess what? Do you know what movie I saw over the weekend? What'd you see, buddy? I saw this really good movie that not many people have heard of but i actually went to see uh, spider-man oh finally i only went to see it and it was awesome have you not seen it before I, now i hadn't seen it before i still hadn't seen good it for you and i went to I'm see it on a friday night in okay. richfield new jersey and what was the crowd was, like there was probably 15 people in the theater. Wow. Okay. That's still incredible. Well, yeah, I was like, saying, when you should, said about how many... for you and there was like you and two others at the Foo Fighters one for, 50, for this long out. But I loved it. It was, it was perfect because, you know, I didn't want too many people. Not only, not not even just for the whole, oh, I don't want too many people in there because there's still COVID and all that. Just, just, I knew it was that type of movie. I didn't want, because at, at this point out, I could, have just, I could have just foreseen someone being a dick and spoiling something that's coming up. You know what I mean? I just, mm-hmm. or be, I, I just liked it. But what I was really impressed about, because, I mean, hey, if you still haven't seen Spider-Man, fast forward like five minutes. 
<laughs> I feel like everybody in the uh, world surely has seen Spider-Man now. And if you haven't, you you know it. It comes out on digital in three weeks, and three it comes weeks. out on physical copy in five. So just, what just I was your loss. What I was super impressed about was that of even before I went in there, obviously I knew Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Toby Maguire ruined the movie. I knew that. I knew that was happening. And that's the biggest spoiler in the whole thing. Well, no, wait, so, so I was kind of like, okay, but I still want to see it. I still want to see it. But te- sure. they still had a couple of points in it that I was, even though I thought I, uh, the biggest part has been ruined for me, there was still a couple of bits where I was like, oh, hey, that's pretty cool. Like with the, where he needed a lawyer and there was Daredevil from the Netflix show. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. It's that, that's, that's pretty cool. There was a couple of bits. Yeah. I've, it's thoroughly enjoyable. And you know what? I will commend them because whenever you do your movie reviews, you you do talk about length a lot. Mm-hmm. And Marvel movies are very much guilty of being very long. They can be. They can but be. I think because this Spider-Man was not including credits, I think two hours, like 40. It was, it was like a two hours 30, two hours 40, I think. It was over two and a half hours for sure. Uh, and, and you know what? I enjoyed I, every minute of it. Yeah, I I didn't. I was like, oh, shit, that went quick. I bet if you go back to my Spider-Man review, you don't hear me talk about the length. But Maybe yeah. not. Um, but then the yeah, after credits, after deal, credits dude, annoy like, me. Uh, the after, after credits annoy yeah. me. Because it's like it teased and then it took away. Mm-hmm. Because... But after credits are stupid with every movie they do now. I was so excited movies. when, when, because I was trying to get my head around everything that happened, and then suddenly, obviously, they teased the whole <gasps> Tom Hardy's Venom is now going to interact with mm-hmm. um nope. thingy, and it's up by. But then they did that stupid bit where part of Venom was left behind, mm-hmm. which one doesn't yep. make sense. That how would that happen if? That shouldn't have happened. But anyway, even if it did, they're kind of teasing that Venom's now going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it won't be Tom Hardy. So no, I don't want to see any of Venom. No, but it does. <laughs> it does. Tom Hardy's a fantastic no, Venom. He deserves to Dude, do it. It's so not like, all the newest not like, rumors remember... about the newest uh, Doctor Who's, Strange wait, wait, is that wait, we're going to get a Tom wait, Cruise cameo wait, as wait, Iron Man. Wait, wait, wait. Really? Over that? Wait, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still talking about Venom here. Do you remember, like, who's the guy from that '70s show who played Venom in the earlier Spider-Man movies? I don't remember his name at this moment, but I know who you're talking about. Terrible. Tom Hardy was an amazing Venom. He deserves to do it. But no, but no, your point where you're talking about they tease about Tom Cruise playing Iron Man. That's different. That's a cameo, and it's going to be a very probably, I imagine, going to be a very brief cameo if it was to happen. But this is—I mean—the the, the triple Spider-Man was supposed to be a cameo in there, big part of the film. So you never know these days. I try not to look into any rumors, and when like <laughs> Bleeding Cool or So and So dot net, if it's not Variety or the True Hollywood Reporter, I don't—I don't care. It's a rumor. anyway. I don't think Tom Cruise is going to be in the Doctor Strange movie. I don't think he is either. I don't think he is. Don't don't. If so he is, that'd be cool, though. But it would be I, cool, actually. Gonna... To be fair, I yeah, for a quick cameo, I think Tom Cruise could play a very good Tony Stark from another 
universe. I think that'd be fun. And it's only because of that bullshit he did with um, the Ben Stiller movie. Uh, God damn, Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Tropic Thunder, yes. Yeah, they, are, are, are people only allowing that to be a possibility now? Like, there, there was a time where, like, Tom Cruise is not going to be in a Marvel movie. Go fuck yourself. Why, how dare you sully his name into this? And also, I don't the care these things make a billion dollars. That also made people a bit weird about him. I don't care about that. Anyway, speaking, let's, let's move on because let's not get too negative. Let's end the show on a high note. Let's talk about positive, all positive vibes. Studio 666, one out of five. Sucked. Um, but let's end this show with our feel good moment of the week. We're going to need a flag for this, but... Oh, yeah. Prime it's going to be worth that copyright strike, baby. Ah, Prime not to bob and weave to it. I love you, Shaka Khan. Feel good moment of the week. So we're going to wrap this up real quick. Basically, what kids... Everyone hates it. I mean, no one... It's not fun when anyone's sick, but when kitties are sick, oh, we don't like that because kitties should be kitties. They should be allowed to be kitties, kitties. Um, I sound like that. Old guy from Hey Arnold. Kitties. I want to pet the kitty. Nothing. Anyway. Well, um, kitties. I, I don't know Hey Arnold. God. I know it was a TV show. I was, it was it out of my bracket. Anyway. So, obviously, uh, kitties getting ill is not very well, not very nice. And sometimes kitties have to go to MRI scanners, which even for adults, MRI scanners aren't fun places to be. Uh, because they're obviously very closed in and very loud. And do, 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 do. that's my impression of an MRI scanner. So, impression. thanks. I've been working on it. So, what Lego have found is that they're going to try to help little kitties uh, cope with having to have this kind of procedure. And they've created little Lego models of MRI scanners, which they're hmm. sending to hospitals. So the kid and the doctor can build the MRI scanner together in Lego and kind of discuss everything. And so they kind of chill out about it. So there's less stress mm-hmm. on the kid's side and things like that, which one is like just a super nice thing to do. But also mm-hmm. I highlighted this, so I'm not going to have to wait two minutes to find it. But you don't tell really that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I edited it out last week seamlessly. But anyway. Good. Um, the Lego they found the Lego kits after reducing the stress and anxiety of the child about to have an MRI actually meant that they could reduce the use of anesthesia because obviously they were less stress and anxiety. So, which just okay. makes it even more healthy for the kid. So it's healthier for That's the kid. So they they started it off. It was like one guy in Denmark who mm-hmm. used Lego and built an MRI kit out of his Sick. Lego box. And it just grew from there where Lego actually decided to make an official one. And they're offering it basically for free. But you have to, if you're a hospital, you have to go onto their website and request it, yada, yada, yada. But Lego's sending out yeah. these MRI kits. Well, Lego's not prepared to meet that expectation all right like well they're only doing 600 at a time so they're not they're not being super good they're not being super amazing they're not trying to save the world here but still 
That's, yeah. What's wrong? Only 600 at a time. There's more than 600 a year. That's that's a disappointing statistic. I'm going to be 600 hospitals. at the end of this. No, because once the kid makes the Lego and then has the MRI, MRI scan, they can break down the Lego and then give it to the next person. They're giving that to the kid who's going to take that home and he's going to play with it in his final the remains of his final days. He's and, only getting an MRI scan. Yeah, he's not dying. Kush, Jesus. But they're not going to return it. No, they, they and do And you it. don't want other kids playing with the MRI Legos. Just, no, Kush, they, they do so it sanitary. at the hospital before mm-hmm. the procedure. Super unsanitary. <laughs> also a waste of time. You know. Ah, Kush Hayes, everyone. Super happy. Super optimistic. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think about the things you don't think about, Mike Fish. That's why you put me on the payroll. That's why uh, we work together. The with your ying to my yang, or the yang to my ying. I don't know which one. Which one's a good yin, one? Which yin, one's a bad yin, one? I don't know. Well, we turn us around. It, it's one is the other. You flip us upside down. One is the other. Yeah. So we complement each other. So yeah, mm-hmm. feel good moment, kids. Feeling happier and safer into MRI scanners and using less drugs thanks to Lego. It's a nice gesture. I will say that. Wow. That's all you're getting, Lego. That's that's, <laughs> that's as nice as this guy's fucking giving you. But there you go. You're heroes. Each and every one of you. You should all be sainted. Um, thank you, Peyton. Hey, Lego. Have you cured cancer? Fuck you, Lego. <laughs> <laughs> I am not that gruff, but I still appreciated that. There you go. Anyway, right before we end this week's show, plugs, plugs, plugs. Um, as I said earlier, we've got a lots of content coming up on the Wolf Box uh, universe coming up this Saturday. So on Saturday morning, up on the YouTube page and the audio platforms. There will be released the interview that I did with Ethan Johnson, aka Fine Wine Two One Six, from YouTube. Uh, it's just really fascinating conversation. Just not only about his process of creating his YouTube shows, but also we get super in depth about. I'm not even going to mention it because I'm not going. I'm going to butcher it, and it, it's going to get weird. But trust me, we go deep into a really philosophical. So if you want to get deep. Check this out. It's really cool. And then Saturday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, live on YouTube and Twitch, um, I'm going to be chatting with shit. It's, uh, yeah, I just want to make sure I've got the podcast right. It's, I, I always want to say classic rock podcast, but it's not. Jeremy from the classic guitar rock podcast uh, coming up on the Wafflebox YouTube channels and Twitch channels live saturday at 9 p.m eastern so for all those links make sure obviously you go to enjoywafflebox.com uh bosnet bosnet network what are they up to this week what can the good people look forward to on that on the bosnet.family well folks we just we just dropped episode eight or episode two of season two of the kick-ass movie podcast yesterday me and Master Len Kapazinski, the director of Pact of Vengeance. We talk about Avenging Force from 1993. It's a gritty crime drama with martial arts. It's a lot of fun. 
it has moments where it could have been shaved down too for, for easier access. However, great times. Check that out. Otherwise, this week on the Microdose, we got Unnamed Footage Festival 5 on the horizon and DVD box set. Madeline Costner, she comes by to tell us what we can expect. It is one of their biggest festivals ever. Each year gets bigger than the last. This one is no different. And if you're in San Francisco, you should come on down to the Balboa, at least on the weekends. There's two other locations, but there you go. That's what's up. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Anyway. Yes. So check all of those out. Go to bosnet.family. Go to enjoywafflebox.com. Check out all the audio and visual goodness that you can. Uh, I am Mike Fish. You can follow me at, at Mr. Mike Fish on Twitter and Instagram. He is at Kush underscore Hayes. Just on the Twitter sphere. He's on Instagram, yeah. Um, oh, there you go. And, and we are at Wafflebox Pod on all of those good things. So until next week, don't forget to take care of yourselves and each other.